for uh, watching a couple of videos, and uh, I just knew that I was supposed to write this down. Uh, it says, uh, return to Genesis 11.1, and then I, I looked into it a little bit. Uh, uh, it says, uh, that was the story of the Tower of Babel going up. It says, uh, uh, in Genesis 11.1, 1, uh, well, he, he said, uh, return to my people being of one language and of one speech, for language and speech of the heart after me will always be of one accord. Then uh, God said that uh, I confused their language because as one accord, they were unstoppable uh, according to the world, but they uh, chose to lift themselves up. He says, I have reestablished your harmony with my spirit. So just remember that going into worship, you know. One accord. We've been talking about unity. We've been talking about one heart, one mind. Um, and our focus is to lift up Jesus. Our focus is to lift up our Father. Our focus is to lift up the Holy Spirit. It is not about us. Everything that we do during service should draw attention to him. The focus should be directed on him. One heart, one mind, one accord. Let's confess this. Let's decree this. Let's declare this. And let's worship this morning. Oh, God. You are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you. In a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. Because your loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise you. Thus I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. Read that last part again. And my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. To be exalted in this place, God of mercy and grace, let your name forevermore. Lifted Jesus I'm gonna lift up Jesus Singing glory hallelujah I'm gonna lift up Jesus I'm gonna lift up Jesus I'm gonna lift up
lifted high. Oh, your praise is on our lips as we sing about your goodness. May our words are through and lives we testify. Together we're gonna lift up because we're gonna lift up Jesus. Yeah, we're gonna lift up Jesus. And singing glory, hallelujah. We're singing glory, hallelujah. Singing glory, hallelujah. Yes, we're going to lift up Jesus. Don't you get shy on me, left of your soul. You've got a lion inside of your lungs. Get up and praise the Lord. Oh, my soul, don't you get shy on me, left of your soul. You've got a lion inside of your lungs. Up and praise the Lord. Oh, my soul, don't you get shy on me, lift 
took your soul You've got a lion inside your lungs Get up and
together this morning, one body united around Jesus. We worship you, our Lord, our Savior. We honor your presence today. Holy Spirit, continue to open our spiritual eyes to see and our ears to hear what you're saying, what you're speaking to the church in this hour. We love you, and we thank you, Father, for the fire of God burning in our hearts individually, the fire of God burning in our hearts corporately in this place. We give you all the glory, Jesus, and all God's people said, Amen, Amen, Amen. You may be seated. just have one announcement while they're getting situated, one announcement this morning. Um, the state school board, is, you, you should know, is trying to introduce these ungodly standards into the school system, health standards. We stand against them. They're also trying to get the critical race theory. 
A lot of schools, school boards have come out saying they will not follow them. Norfolk School Board is divided. There are two for sure that are for it, possibly three. And tomorrow night, tomorrow evening at 5.30, at the administration building, which is at 6th and Madison, on the third floor, they're having a school board meeting with a public, open to the public agenda. So if you are pre-approved pre on their agenda, you can speak. And they, we have some people speaking out against it. What we need to do is get behind them. Bodies count. And it doesn't matter if you're in this school district or another school district. Norfolk's going to affect this whole area. And it doesn't matter if you're a grandparent, if you're young. We really need some young people there. We need people with young children there. And we need to be in agreement together to stand against this because it will affect generations for the worse if it, if it goes. And the school, they had a state school board meeting Friday, I believe, and they were still pretty adamant for it. So we need, as a, as a group, as a community, we need to stand against that. So please, if you can be there tomorrow night, you should probably be there a little before 5.30. Now, if they think it's going to be too big, they'll move the locations, at which time we will send you a text message, one of those text messages out, so you know where to go. If you're getting off work, come in your work clothes. Just please show up. We need this to happen. Um, Pastor Hank Kuhneman's been talking about and proclaiming that this year is 2021, W-O-N. And we are in agreement with that. But I believe more and more in my all my heart that we are in the year of 2021, O-N-E, one. Because if we're one, we're going to W-O-N, one. And so I just want to thank you so much. Yesterday we were one. And we accomplished that. What, that's the thing in oneness is we have the same goal, the same purpose. And our goal yesterday was to see children born again and bless the children. And I believe more than anything, that's on God's heart right now. So we can do more together. It just brings joy when everybody just does their part and is... It's just all of us together, we can do more. So we really appreciate that. Brad will talk more about that. This morning, we're going to receive this morning's tithes and offerings. I just will read you one scripture. In Luke chapter 6, verse 38, it says, Given, it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Once again, I just want to thank you. People put in their time, yesterday, their time, their finances, their efforts. You know, because you are faithful with your tithes and offerings, we are able to just go in and do this stuff without any, any, you know, extra fundraising. We were just able to be a blessing. And so we thank you. If you... We're in on that. We appreciate it very much. So expect to be blessed this week. And uh, ushers, you can go ahead and receive this morning's tithes and offerings. I just want to add something to what Pastor Kathy shared about the school board meeting tomorrow night. It is at 530. This isn't the only church that has people that are attending those meetings. There are other Christians, other believers in this community that have already been at those meetings and have already been speaking out. Here's the word of wisdom I would share with our people. Pray about it. God may want to use you to speak out. He may want you just to be there and attend. If you're a parent, you're a mom, you're a dad, you're a grandparent, pray about, God, what do you want me to do? Do you want me just to be there? Do you want me to speak out? Give me the words to say. Some of you are not public speakers, but I believe God wants to use some of you. Okay? But if you think this issue isn't a big deal, I'll take you back to World War II. Who stood up and fought? You need to answer that publicly. This is our fight right now, spiritually. Where were you when the battle was going on? Where were you when the fight was taking place? On the sidelines, cold, indifferent, callous, apathetic, 
Or were you in the thick of it? Where are you at during the fight? This is one of our fights right now locally. And it is a spiritual battle. So for those of you that haven't been or aren't really aware of what's going on, I encourage you to get informed about what's happening and why it may affect your family. And even if it doesn't affect your family, it will affect thousands and millions of children for years to come. 530 at the school administration building. Be appropriate with your behavior and your whatever you're going to say. That's why I encourage you. If you think you're supposed to speak, pray about it. Use wisdom. Use discernment. And how, how God might give you the proper words to say. And also how to conduct yourself. Okay? I say that because it is, it is, they are looking at people's behavior, demeanor, and that person sounds crazy or that person sounds like they really know what they're talking about. And you may not have to say much. You might just need to say, you know what? I'm not in favor of this. And this needs to be taught at home. This is not the school's business. Done. So. Okay. Let's talk about some fun stuff. Jesus Day. Not that that wasn't fun stuff, but... When you get around kids and all that good jazz, it's just you can't stay too serious too long. I do want all of our children's church kids to stand up. Just stand up right where you're at for a second. Everybody look around the room. And some of them are low-profiled, so they're hard to see how many are actually in here. But did you notice something, even on the front row here? We, we don't fit no more. It wasn't even, it was less than a year ago, we averaged about five or six kids. And now we can't, we're going to start taking over a section. We're going to have to net it off here for these kids. You guys can go ahead and sit down. That tells me something. And it should tell you something, that God's doing something with these kids. And he's moving. And I like what everybody stole half my points, what I was going to say this morning about unity. We got together with one goal and one purpose. And, yes, we've done these in the past, but it's been a few years And so it's kind of like a brand new one starting over again, especially in a new season here. And that thing went off seamless. And it's because of unity. It's because of everybody getting together and doing their part. And so I just wanted to say thank you. But I want to say thank you one by one, if that's okay, if you'll grant me. Because a lot of times we get up here and we highlight a couple people and, you know, good and that's good and there's some people do more maybe than others and that's fine that's how this works we're all bringing our gift to the table but a lot of times the others can seem to be almost overlooked and as I was moving around to the different areas yesterday and stuff I watched each and every person doing unique things that I thought that's that's their thing you know that and if we didn't have that this thing wouldn't be as successful and so let me just hit a few of you guys Rachel, where's Rachel at? I know I've seen her here. She did all the behind work for us there, getting all the uh, applicants together. We had registrations coming in. She organized them all. She got all the kids into their groups. She made sure that no kid left here without not being checked out. Just all the nuts and bolts of it going on there, and I can't say thank you enough for doing that because I don't excel in that stuff, and I struggle with it big time. We'd have been looking at a chicken scratch piece of paper instead of something nice to work with. Nancy Fielber, she helped with registration. I just adore how you just make it special for them kids. I mean, every kid that come in, she just lights up like they're the prize guests that came into the place. Carl, he helped with the parking lot, which he just... I don't know how you... Like at night to shine, he does that too, and I don't know how you don't panic and run away when all the chaos starts to break loose, but he always keeps the level. And he was also over there helping with all the slop and stuff and and the, the giant mess of the place and, again, just keeps his cool. And just I hear him smarting off to kids with his little anecdotes that he always does, and I thought it was great. But uh, my old man, Pops back there, helps with all the sound and stuff, let alone I had to wrangle him up a couple times because he's out screwing around with kids and not doing what he's supposed to be doing. Caden, he took care of all the videos. He did the pre-slideshow. He helped get all the pictures up 
for that, which, by the way, Rachel took all them pictures that day, too. Another thing that she did that day. And then Caden kind of always found his way to be the target on kids. I don't know how many times I watched kids chasing him around, trying to hit him with pool noodles, shoot him with squirt guns, whatever it was. He was just kind of always the target. Abe, I don't know where he went. He wrote a song for the day, used his gift, wrote a song that was perfect for that day. We'll probably never do that again, huh? (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Might have been just for that. Mary Jane, she takes care of all the stuff in the kitchen. She's always got a good count. She's just got everything perfectly organized and under control. Again, I'd be throwing hot dogs at the kids and everything else. It wouldn't be good. Mike Blank, I'm getting to know you guys, Bev and Mike. And just your humble servant heart just blesses me. And those were phenomenal cookies. (laughs) Those were some of the best oatmeal raisin cookies I've ever ate. I meant to steal some as I left, and I forgot. But Anyway, Caleb, he helped with the hay bales. Caleb Gardner, the old snack shack, getting that out here for the kids and cooking all the hot dogs. I don't know how many probably went on the ground, but we won't tell the kids. <laughs> yeah, he kept giving those to me, I think. But Pat Thielen, she helped with the kitchen and, and just watching her joke around with the kids. That was fun to just being so lighthearted, everybody did such a great job. And then we had our group leaders going around with the kids, Scott and Angie. Such sincerity from you guys. I don't think they're in here. but uh, And then dealing with all the thorns and kids' feet and stuff. Bia and Stephanie. Bia. Oh, you always get a kick out of Bia. I don't know if she's in here. If the room ever lost control, she got it back. She's got that gift. She can take a commanding presence. And it's perfect. That's what those kids need sometimes. And, and Steph, I got to be honest, you surprised me. I was pleased. I mean, I was, and not that I expected you not to do well, but I just, I was blown away. You were really, really good with those kids. It, it blessed my heart. So Spencer and Paige, you guys had the rowdy bunch. My gosh, did they have the rowdy bunch. But what I liked is you guys let them be. You let them have fun. You let them be a little... Blankety blanks, you know? No, <laughs> they weren't that bad. Trenton, where are you? You were in that group, you turd. <laughs> Trenton instigates a lot of stuff, don't you? Yep, I like it. I like it. But anyway, they, they just, you guys did really good with them guys. And then Steve and Darla, again, I'm getting to know you guys as well. I just knew you guys were supposed to be a group leader, but I really thought, Maybe that doesn't make any sense. They're going to be mad. They're, you know, Steve's probably going to be over there beating kids because they're going to drive him crazy. Crap, that dude was perfect. Absolutely perfect. You guys did an awesome job. You guys really interacted with the kids. Again, exceeded what I expected kind of thing. Rich and Julie, I know they're not here today, but they provided that snack shack. Julie did all the stuff with the website, the registration forms, the postcards, and all these things. You know, she wasn't here to be part of that, but, boy, she did a lot of work up front to make it happen. Dennis helping with the generators, and just there's never nothing that doesn't get done if Dennis is around. You know, even though he doesn't have to do half these things, he's over there dewiring my little Jimmy Riggs system and stuff for me. Just... Make sure, and then he drugged a lot for us to get things cleaned up and looking nice since we finally got the weeds killed and not oiled. If you don't know that story, ask Pastor. It's a, it's a good story. Uh, Candace Alder um, was up there with the, in the science experiment. You did a great job putting a plug in for Harvest Church, too, you know, about just this is where we do church every week and then engaging the kids and making it fun. Carly... Awesome job acting. <laughs> really great stuff. Valerie Bourne was up there. She, she filled the role of a true scientist. I thought it was great. I don't know where, if she's here. Yep, there she is. You just, you just had that part filled perfectly, I thought, and just the way you carried yourself through on that one. And Diane LaRue was up there. She had her full-on scientist suit going on. And, of course, that we needed cleaning up there because they were making slime. Could there be a better person to get to help clean up? She's, she's our gal for that. And then Beth, uh, you know, obviously she led that group, which the whole thing was phenomenal. But if it wasn't for Beth, who knows what would have happened yesterday. 
Because there were so many of those little things that I never would have thought about. Okay, this group's done. How, how does everybody know where they're going? And now, now what? And then let alone we're all smashing together in one spot because we're all using the same door. She created the whole flow and just the, the nuts and bolts of the thing came together. And if it wasn't for her doing that, we would have had chaos because that's how I operate is chaos. And we do children's church. We have a core theme, and that's about it. From there, we don't know what's going to happen. We just kind of roll with it. But that's just my style. Well, you can't do that when you bring in a whole bunch of kids, right? Got to have a little structure. So thank God she was there on that, and I really appreciate that. Brooklyn and Kaylee were out there with the bounce houses. You guys probably spend most of your time running into the bathrooms and back out. But, of course, the kids loved that, and it was great having you guys do that. Same thing with Tim Carter. He was out there making sure the generators and all that stuff going. But then he was over at the walls of Jericho helping because they were getting swamped. The dude just doesn't stand still. He just gets in there and go. And I thought it was awesome how you interacted with those kids, <laughs> especially your grandkids. You've got a true love for them guys, and that's awesome. Where am I at? Nate and Amy, they helped out with the uh, quarantine over there. And uh, even though Nate decided to try and break his foot, broke some toes the days before. Did you break toes? Yeah. Yeah, he decides to... I'll let him share that story. I don't want to embarrass him too much, but it's another funny story. You can ask him about the oil story, too. He's in on that one. So anyway, even with a broken foot, he's out there going at it, keeping them kids going. And same thing with Amy. She brings a level of goofiness that nobody else can can do. So I don't know she's... Oh, she's in the nursery. So hopefully she heard that. Um... And then my mother was in there. She does such a good job with crowd control and, and commenting on the... Well, she even made the comment afterwards about there being anointing on the teaching in there. And it's like, you know, I think sometimes people think when you get with kids, it's just like a big daycare service and we're just entertaining the kids and stuff. But no, God's in there and God's moving. And, and I just thought it was neat that she picked up on that. And Jan Haberman, she's, she's always goofy fun with the kids. And she does such a great job interacting with them. And she was whispering answers and helping them out and just, just really got involved. Zach and Kayla, you guys' obstacle course was awesome. Hands down awesome. Yeah, it's applause worthy. We were putting this thing together. We all knew, all of us knew that those guys needed to do it, but they far exceeded our expectations. Those kids absolutely loved that. But then you guys brought did the Culver's thing, the cleanup, just start to finish, you guys... I really appreciate it. And we got to thank Charlie for bringing the cuteness yesterday, too. She did a fine, fine job on that. Um, Caden helped out. We've already talked about that. He helped out with the obstacle course as well. Elena helped out with the obstacle course, doing the walls of Jericho. And uh, those kids didn't give you guys much of a chance to get things set back up. But the way you, the way you guys pulled it off was awesome. You guys kept up with them. And then Micah. I know, you, you know, you're, you're always good with kids, but I was, I was thoroughly impressed. You really, and, they, and, they, and you ran him hard yesterday, making him be the first one to show how the obstacle course goes. But he didn't do it like a frump, you know. He got in there and got after it, and he got after them kids and was just really cheering them on, and I was, I was pleased. And then, of course, did I miss anybody? I have gone through this like 16 times because I didn't want to miss anybody. My own wife. Yes, I know, she did, but no, she did a great job setting that, that message up too. The, the group messages were just perfect for fear. We talked about quarantine, we talked about COVID, and how we don't need to fear that. We don't need to fear that. You guys know that? We don't need to fear that. That's, that's, pretty easy stuff for Jesus. So we don't need to worry about that. And that's what we taught them kids. And then the science experiment, you know, they talked about how the fears were a couple of the ingredients, but when you add the saline solution and they represented that being Jesus, it changed it, chemically changed and altered the other items and created a whole new thing. Well, but that ain't salvation to the T, you know what I mean? And you add Jesus to that situation, and it changes it. It don't matter what it is, what you're coming up against. And then the obstacle course was just facing the fears of all the challenges out there, but they had them kids shouting that they were a warrior for Jesus and all these things, and it just brought together a perfect day 
to preach salvation to these kids, and we had 18 kids respond to that. We even had five kids come up that wanted prayer for healing afterwards, and God was in this place, and it was awesome. And you can't change, you just can't put a value on that. And so, again, a huge thank you to everybody for being a part of that, that was able to be a part of that, and doing your part. Because, again, as everybody comes together one by one, then it does it. And Because we can't, just as a children's church team, we couldn't have done that on our own. There's no way. We don't have enough manpower, let alone it's just going to keep getting bigger from here on out when we do these things. And last but not least, I'd like to thank our pastors for seeing the value of the next generation and allowing us to do this thing. You know, they gave us a budget, and we did what we could with that budget. They showed up and said, that ain't going to work, and went out and blew the budget, and I love it. They did. It was great. They, they wanted more. They, they came up with the water gun idea and the squirt gun, and, the, and that kind of backfired on Pastor if you were here to see that. But we had them sit down, and all the kids were going to squirt them with squirt guns, and then uh, Steiner and Micah and Steve all snuck up on top of the container and dumped about 15 gallons of water on him. So right after he mouthed off to the kids and said, Is that all you got? And here comes 15 gallons of water. Big time backfire, but thank you guys for allowing us to do this because these kids were blessed. It was awesome. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, before we move on, I shared all my experiences, what I saw going on throughout the day. Does anybody have something that, that you would like to share just real quick? Here, I'm going to give you a mic just so it goes, oh, goes online as well. Uh, so if you don't know our story, we are kind of not newer to Christianity, but we didn't grow up with it or anything, so it came to us later in life as adults. And a wise man once told me as we were learning about churches, the strength of a church is based on the strength of a children's ministry. And I can tell you right now, there's not anything out there that's going to break this church and the ministry that's going on right now. And we've been a part of Jesus Days, VBS, whatever you want to call it, I don't know how many times. And yesterday was the first time that it didn't feel just pushed out there. It actually felt like it was a family, felt like a family reunion. Um, and, you know, I know talking to some of you, you shared the exact same things. And um, for the first time I had fun, not that it was about me, but it just, everybody just came together. And that's what Pastor was talking about was the unity and everything. So that's all I have. Thank you. Anybody else? We can make this church, you know, pastors willing to put his message aside so but it's just nice to celebrate because lives were changed yesterday eternally and who knows what kind of seed gets planted but those kids went out of here knowing that god did not give them a spirit of fear but he gave them a spirit of power so Does anybody else have anything to share? Not that you have to, have tos. Um, obviously, we said that we would do it for one kid, but to have 18 saved is phenomenal. We would have done it for one. But what really did for me, and I am kids-driven, so if I tear up, that's why, and I did yesterday too, was seeing the five kids that came up for prayer we're not only prayed, laid on hands by Brad, but Jackson laid hands on them. We had kids laying hands on kids, and that is, that's what we're going to see. This is what these kids can do it, and they saw it on Sunday that we don't have to have a pastor. We don't have to have an adult. We can do this ourselves, and that was more special to me than most of the whole day. Yep, yep, yep. Anybody else have anything they want to share? I forgot to mention this, and ladies, we want to thank you. You all did great. But one of the needs I saw yesterday that stuck out to me was some of these kids need men in their lives. 
and the men were here. We got to have you guys. They need you in their lives. They need that strength and that fun. They provide. The guys will provide something that the women can. The women provide what the guys can't, but the guys provide something that those kids need. Yeah, and that's why we've got a lot of husband-wife teams up there teaching too, and it's great, and that helps a lot. Micah, speak up. And that's, that's the way I was all day long, just watching everybody do their thing with the kids. It's just my heart was so full because I just know the Father is pleased with that, blessing those kids and teaching those kids and giving those kids hope, strength, courage, all those things. Anybody else? Yes, Paige. That's one of the reasons I like teaching children's church is I don't have to have an excuse for acting like a child. I, I can do it for once and nobody thinks I'm weird for it. But everywhere else, they do. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. So speaking of, yeah, Trenton being our turd. <laughs> He's my favorite turd, though, up there. Anyway, Trenton asked Paige to race on the obstacle course bounce house kind of thing and Paige destroyed him you got beat <laughs> and it was a good deal yep yep now so I just wanted to make sure I gave Trenton a little bit of a hard time because he got beat by a girl so <laughs> gonna have to and a mom a girl mom yep so you're gonna have to bring your egg game next time buddy no you're good you're good yep anybody else have anything Another funny story that took place, I know uh, Amy Coder tried to come out and ask Axel if he wanted to go jump on the bounce houses, but Axel was busy working on his ice cream and didn't want to, and uh, so then Courtney happened over here, that went over and asked a couple of the girls to go over and ask her, and they did, and they, as Amy and the girls are walking by, Amy sm smarted off to Courtney about, huh, these girls want to go jump with me on the bounce house, they asked me and not you, and Paige, or Amy found out later that uh, it was a setup. The kids, the kids ruined it for her. So, whoops, just kind of funny stuff. But you kids got something to say? No. What did he get beat by a girl too? <laughs> Go for it, Jax. Good, good, good. Had it coming.
Yeah, it was. We also found out that Trenton doesn't behave like that just at church, but he does that at school as well. All of his friends ratted him out and said, you should see him at school. He's worse. Anybody else have anything? Again, I just, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Because, again, there was no way that we could have ever done this without you guys. And so it's a huge appreciation. And, again, it just speaks volumes for unity and what we're going to be able to do in the days ahead. And even like what Nate shared about how we're getting back to that one voice and it's God's spirit speaking to us. We're not the only ones out here doing this, too. You got to realize there's lots. I, I believe wholeheartedly there's lots of little churches just like this all across this nation and we're all starting to really unite and come together. So, Pastor. One thing about that, yesterday I got a text and a picture from Pastor Stephen in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And then North Tulsa is a rough area. It's still a rough area. And it was a picture of, and with a backdrop with the children. They were having a special children outreach. And I quickly we took pictures and sent back. And, you know, great minds think alike. And uh, so God is. That's just what God is doing. Can you find that where they poured the water on me? You know, that was my idea to get the squirt guns and let let them squirt me. But I had no idea that they were going to do that. And uh, while they're doing that, I want to read to you um, a psalm and, and we'll close. I've always liked this psalm. And it's Psalm 78, and I'll, let, me, let me just read it to you because I believe it will minister to your heart. It says, Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old which we've heard and known. And our what? Our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, telling to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he has done. That's what a father does. For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers. He what? Commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children that the generation to come might know them, the children who would be born that they may arise and declare them to their children, that they may set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep His commandments. That's what a father does. Yesterday, I had two experiences. One was uh, a little boy, and he had a squirt gun. I said, go home and squirt your grandpa. I I know the the family, and he, he says, I don't have a daddy. That's all he said. And I don't, you know, it kind of, I don't have a daddy. And then the other one, I was sitting over there on on a bench, and this cute little girl was sitting right next to me, and she was a pill. And she started to take my hat, and I put it back. She'd take my hat, and I started to ask her about her, and she t- started to tell me who she was and and about her mother. And then she pointed up and says, my daddy's up there. And uh, her daddy, if I come to find out, uh, was a pastor and died in his sleep. Young. And you could just sense the need and the desire for a male figure in her life. Fathers are important. You know, and the Apostle Paul even makes mention, you know, it's all right to have fathers, not too many spiritual fathers, but you need a father. You need one in the natural, and you need one spiritually. And I've been blessed through the years to have a few men that were, I would call, spiritual fathers. So fathers are important. But what I wanted you to see there, yeah, this is what the Spirit of God Spoke to my heart. I had no idea that I was being set up. No idea at all. I, you know, I expect these younger ones, but there's Steve. 
I thought you were my friend. Fifteen gallons of cold water poured on me. I had no idea, and it was it was unusual because I said to the kids, "Is that all you got?" It was like it was like a setup. But this is what the Spirit of God wants you to leave with. That was a suddenly of God. God can move. Just like that, and you have no clue, my God, what just happened. That's what happened to me in the natural yesterday. And the suddenlies of God are going to occur in the days ahead in your life and in the church. Amen. So, I want to thank Pastor Brad and and, uh, all of you. We did this years ago, and we had more fun, and we'll be doing more and more and more because the next generation is important. Let's stand up. Thank you, Lord Jesus. As everyone here today with uplifted hand would say, Jesus Christ is my personal Lord and Savior. Amen? Well, if he's not, he needs to be because God loves you doesn't make any difference your past you know there's a there's a good scripture not this is an important scripture in romans 10 9 and 10 it says if you confess with your mouth the lord jesus christ and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you'll be saved for with the heart man believes on the righteousness with the mouth confession is made unto salvation you believe with your heart you confess with your mouth if you've been a father and you've maybe not been the best father Guess what? There's hope. You can become a better father. My boys are always pointing out my, you know. You know, but you know what? You, you got to take it in stride. And I, I am so glad we, we have people like you here in this group that love God. Amen. And love Jesus. That's the most important thing. And I am a father, and I'm proud of my boys. Are they perfect? Far from it. No, they're good boys. And you've got good kids. But listen to me, there are people out there that don't have dads, don't have fathers. You know, be a father to them. Just just love them and, and, you know, do what you can to support them. Amen? Father, I bless this group of people today in Jesus' name. As they've sold their time, their energy, their finances, their gifts, so shall they reap in the name of Jesus. Lord, they've been blessed coming in. Now they're blessed going out. And Lord, you've ordained for us to be blessed and then become a blessing to others. So help us, Lord, be the spiritual fathers and mothers that those orphans out there need in the days ahead. Help us, Holy Spirit, recognize and discern these young ones that need love and compassion. Father, I thank you. Wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for liberty in this place now and in the days ahead. And Lord God, we give you all the glory and all the honor on the all the praise for yesterday in Jesus name. And all God's people said, amen. 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 My gosh, that's an ugly toe. OK. <laughs> How you did that and didn't just cut your toe right off. I don't know. Oh, I got to do this. Let me read one more thing and then I'll let you go. And it's short. Nate is a trucker. And you know there is a trucker out there that's prophetic. You've heard him. Nate gets things and and Kathy says, "Well, he's out there by himself. He's all alone." And you learn to be quiet. And so Nate gave this to me the other day and this is what the spirit of God he said it was 4:10 a.m. And the spirit of God spoke to him and he wrote it down. He said, "Some ministries come and some ministries go," says God. But as for this house, I've established my name. This seed was planted and sprouted. It has been carefully nurtured. Beautiful things take time. 
This is a testimony to how deep you have planted your roots in me. Some produce 30, some 60, but I declare a hundredfold over this body. I'll receive that. Be prepared for a sevenfold return from what the enemy has taken. Can't you see the lines forming? The lines to see and be grafted into the true vine. Amen. I thought that was good. I believe that was the Spirit of God. Amen. God bless you. Anything else? Wednesday night prayer. Tomorrow night, if you're not there, you got to deal with my wife. God bless you.